Hello. Just before this episode starts, I wanted to insert a small disclaimer uh, that my audio is a little bit scuffed. Uh, I was not using my typical setup. I think it's still okay, but it's not the usual quality uh, that I have. So apologies before the episode gets started, um, but hopefully you'll still enjoy the conversation James and I have. Uh, I had a lot of fun uh, recording it with him, so hopefully you guys still enjoy. Sorry about the scuffed audio. Here we go. Cinephile. I am your host, Zach Watts, and I am joined today by the one and only, you love him, now you know him, he's been here before, he's back again for more, James Rudd, on the pod today. How you doing, buddy? Good, man. Thanks for having me. Dude, thrilled to have you. Thanks for coming back. Oh, my pleasure, believe me. And great little rhyme you had there in the intro. I didn't even, didn't write that. It just came straight off the dome. Maybe I'm in the wrong industry here. Uh, I should get in a different recording booth, you know? Maybe, yeah. Or maybe this is just what you were born to do. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Uh, I, I'm a poet. I didn't know it. That whole spiel, yada, yada, yada. Anything new, exciting in your life, especially, you know, if it pertains to movies, like what's your favorite movie you've seen lately? Uh, I've actually seen a few bangers lately. Uh, Dude, lay them on me. Annihilation. Did you we were telling about me about that one. You told me to watch it. it. I still yeah. haven't because I'm a bad fan. It was, it was surprisingly good. Surprisingly good. And then uh, As Good As It Gets, that old classic with Jack Nicholson and Helen Hunt. Oh, yeah. Great it won, it won five Oscars, and I'd never seen it. And it's like a romantic comedy. Five yeah. Oscars. That's like that's a uh, Nancy Myers, right? That like wrote and directed that one. I think. Uh, yeah, honestly, I don't. I don't know. I think it was based uh, off a book. But yeah, charming. Jack's got it. He can do it all. It was really great. Um, Maybe a slight yeah. omission from our last pod. Like that was. I don't think his name oh, was yeah, even mentioned. I, yeah. I Unfortunately, he, to me, I feel like he was slightly before my time and somehow he never, never got into my flow. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, Okay. As good as it gets, Annihilation, both good. Um, My best, the banger I saw lately, I think I told you was There Will Be Blood. Holy cow. Was that on your Shameless? I talked about it with Sarah on the pod. Um, but I may need to also do like a separate shameless episode. It was definitely on the list of shame near the top. Yeah. Oh, that film. So freaking good. Quite oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Again. The, the mustache I'm rocking, honestly, partially inspired by Daniel Days. That's what we call him in his inner circle. Danny D. <laughs> Danny D. We went with Danny D.D. Lou. Uh, so... That's even better. <laughs> you can, I've heard it both ways. So, you know. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> right on. Um, well, today we're going to uh, do a similar episode that we did last time you were on. We did our top five actors. And as promised in that episode, today we're going to do our top five actresses. Um, same pretty much rules 
apply as last time. Uh, currently working actresses, and these are not our like who we think are the best, quote unquote, but just our favorites who we enjoy uh, seeing. Um, anything different um, in this kind of exercise than you noticed with doing actors? What was different about this? Well, yeah, this was actually way different because I I was ready for the actors decision or decision. Yeah, to, to rank my top five. I had a handful I knew about and loved already because I'm I'm thinking about what roles I would like to play. And those are guys versus women here. And so it just was more difficult. This was more difficult for me. And even now it was a lot more discovery. So I'm I'm actually really excited to talk about it because uh it could go anywhere. I'm I'm super excited. I kinda had and I was telling you this just before, but I, I kind of had a general idea when we did the actors of like, okay, like here's probably the short list of who's going to show up on this list. And, and for this, I have absolutely no idea. Um, Cause yeah, just like you, like I watch movies and I think, you know, when I look at actors and stuff, I'm like, Oh, those are the type of roles I want to play all that stuff. And yeah, those thoughts just don't come to mind for, I, I don't really, most female roles don't interest me or I don't picture myself playing them. So um, yeah, this was a very different mindset, but it was fun, a, a good exercise. Um, your, so we're going to go from five to one, um, and then we'll do honorable mentions at the end. I'm sure we both have a few because I can't make a single list and stick to it. I always have overflow. Um, so we will start with you. You are our guest. Your number five favorite actress. Thank you. So my number five I'm actually surprised that she's on my list, but I took some time, went through it all. I almost switched her out. So I'll mention the honorable mention later that might've taken her place, but it's Michelle Monaghan. Okay. Already just like a <laughs> great name. I not even on my long list. Like it was yeah, oh, like, not even on know, my like, radar. I love no. it. Tell me why you love Michelle Monaghan. Well, it's interesting because for some reason, I guess I saw her in something when I was young, youngish, uh, because she's kind of like a comfort actress to me. Like if I mm. see her in a movie, it's just like, ah, I can relax because I love watching her. And yeah. yes, she's beautiful, but I think that she's really um, just honest in the moment and she's, she has layers to everything. She reacts really um, well. She, she never rushes anything. You know, you can see, you can see the gears working behind the scenes in her head. Um, like I, Mission Impossible Three, maybe was the first one that yeah. comes to mind yep. when I think of her. She's, you know, Tom Cruise's wife, but yeah. um, she's in this movie, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, with Robert Downey Jr. and Val Kilmer, an underrated gem for those of you listening. That movie's great, and then she's in True Detective season one. Which yes, is just she's really good in that. Television. And she was really good in that, yeah. Uh, she's in Gone Baby Gone, too. She just, I just think she's great. I love watching her, and I think she's really, really talented. She can do quite a bit of things. And it's interesting because I don't think she's that famous. Like you said, she's no. kind of out of left field with the name. But on, on BoJack Horseman, which is my favorite TV show, some Jessica Biel guest stars on it, and somebody made a show about Jessica Biel being a less famous Michelle Monaghan. 
And huh. <laughs> take that for what you will, but that's been rattling around in my mind a little. I definitely would know who Jessica Biel is before Michelle Monaghan. Like that's not that's. that's I think interesting most. To me. I thought most people would. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. I you know as I'm looking like I kind of had to like I definitely I know who Michelle Monaghan is and I thought like True Detective and uh, stuff but I'm glad you mentioned some, I legitimately had to like I pulled her up on Letterboxd really quick and like glance through some of her movies yeah she's really great and um i just feel really bad that she wasn't even on my radar at all but that is a great pick that already coming in with a banger pick at number five well done i'm coming in hot dude You're coming in hot that's why we love having you here um okay my number five gonna be a more well-known name i imagine um it's francis mcdormand ever heard of her well, oh. Only a couple t- couple times, yeah, once or twice. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I know. I feel like Meryl has the has the crown for most people, but I honestly think that maybe Frances McDormand is like the most talented living actress. And now she has with this year with Nomadland, she hit. I think she has the same number of Oscar wins as Meryl Streep. I think they both won three. Now, obviously, Meryl Streep gets nominated like every year, every so year. no one will ever catch her noms. But I think wins, Francis McNorman is actually now tied with Merrill. So as far as actors right. and stuff go, I pretty much on the same level. And I, I just think she's fantastic. I mean, um, she's been in some fantastic movies like Coen Brothers stuff, like, uh, oh, well, Fargo, obviously, I think is like her iconic role. Oh, so, so, so good. Um, but then she comes in, you know, in Hail Caesar. She's a smaller part, but she's just so good in everything she does. And then the, um, have you seen Almost Famous? And she's the mom in Almost Famous. I she's never great actually, I that. actually seen that. that. That's one you should put on your list. Almost Famous is really a really fun movie. Um, I, and she's just, and then obviously, I mean, her most recent with Nomadland that she just won the Oscar for. I don't know if you caught that one yet either, but I mean, she was just, I was just in tears at the end of that movie. Her her performance was so captivating. And so she kind of does, I mean, Fargo, she's kind of like the quirky, very character actress. Nomadland, she's just like this, playing this woman who's just in this like desperate point in her life. And it was really like pretty heart melting, super captivating performance. And it's mostly just her. I mean, and she's it's interesting. She's working in that film. All the other, like pretty much all the other actors, David Strathairn, is the only other like professional actor in the film. And then everybody else is playing themselves. Like all the people she meets out living the nomad life. They're all other actual people who live that lifestyle. Yeah. Just real people um, playing themselves. And most of it's their like real stories um, are kind of adapted from. So she's working with non-professional actors um, for this whole movie and just kind of, you can tell she's just driving every scene. And I, I think that would be an incredible challenge to work with a bunch of untrained people and still give that kind of performance. So mad respect, Francis McDormand. Yeah, dude, I can't wait. I Nomadland is on my list. It'll be watched soon. Almost Famous. I don't know if it's on, but if it's not, I'm going to add it because of that. And I've been thinking about it. And you failed to mention her great performance in Burn After Reading. 
Oh, I totally forgot because I totally went and watched that movie right after. I still haven't seen it. It's just, it's on. Promise, I promise, it's on the list. Eventually, you'll get to it and you'll enjoy it. I, I have no doubt. I, I, I got to take another look at the the list order. Maybe I can bump that sucker up because I really feel guilty. By the next time we record a pod. I will have seen Burn After Reading. That is my commitment I'm, to you. I'm going to vote you on that on the next one. Yeah, I'm putting it out in a public forum. I am stating. I'll even put it in the description of the episode. I will watch <laughs> Burn After Reading before the next time we record a pod. So it let will. it be written. I think Sarah would done. enjoy it too. It's, it's a treat of a movie. It's fun. I, I have no doubt. I, and you've never recommended me a, a, a stinker, so... It's just got to happen. And I never will. That's, you're my guy. Um, you're number guy. four. My number four is much more well-known. Well, at least today, in today's age, I think. And with uh, our demographic and the younger folk, uh, a little, little beauty out of Australia named Maga Robbie. Ever heard of yes. it? ever heard of her absolutely and uh she is an honorable mention for me so big fan yeah she uh she um she clinched it for me with i mean she's in wolf of wall street she was in once upon a time in hollywood she i feel like she's just in a bunch of movies recently obviously the playing um harley quinn in the suicide squad and everything but she clinched it for me. She made it on my list when I watched Bombshell. And I need to see that one. And me, yeah, and me not seeing that is honestly just one of the reasons that she's an honorable mention and not in my five. Is like I hadn't seen Bombshell. I hadn't seen any of the Harley Quinn stuff. And then um, there's one other that she's done that I – the name's escaping me. But, like, some of her bigger stuff I, ha- I just hadn't seen yet. I, it was pretty much just Once Upon a Time and Wolf of Wall Street. So – um, yeah. She's great in both yeah, I of think that Something she, I, I really enjoy watching her because one, she's just stunning to look at, you know, just like really an incredible face. And <laughs> yeah. uh, she's so versatile though. Like she does, she can do so many things and she's actually so talented. I think that some people are kind of blinded by how pretty she is. They don't actually see mm. her talent. So like I, Tanya, amazing. Such a great film. I have seen that one. And that's a complete transformation. Yeah, Yeah, it totally is. And her bombshell role, like the movie Bombshell, I didn't love, honestly. Like, it was good, but it was the performances in it that made it really good. And she has this scene where she's on the phone talking to her friend, played by Kate McKinnon. And uh, she's, like, confessing something, kind of. And there's all of this buildup. And then she confesses it. And... It's so real and such a moment of discovery for it. She just breaks down and it was just, oh man, she kicked ass. Wow. Yeah, she's so good. Yeah, I, I absolutely love her. And I think, um, I think you're 100% right. I think she gets miscast in a lot of people's minds as just like, oh, she's the pretty ingenue character. And like, but, yeah. or like, and that's kind of what she is in Wolf of Wall Street is like the, oh, she's just the, She's there to be beautiful on screen. Yeah, she's yeah. just there to be a babe. But yeah, her work, I mean, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, 
she doesn't have like a ton to do, but every scene she's in is just like captivating. That scene where she goes and uh, watches her movie and, and is sitting there watching herself for the first time on screen like that, like yeah. just so cool. Um, she she's very, she can be very understated and and, and really make subtle choices. I, I, she's a delight to watch um, for multiple reasons, but probably chiefly her talent. I'm excited to see what else she she does. Yeah, absolutely. she's killer and absolutely earned her spot in my top five. I'm sure she's honored. I'm sure she's honored to be mentioned here. She, uh, knew, pod. She, uh, <laughs> she, she would be very honored. My, my number four um, uh, is Tessa Thompson. What? Yeah. Great. I've got to hear why on this. She... I think so kind of like, and actually this is a real parallel to my Daniel Kaluuya pick. I think from our actor pod where I think her trajectory is like sky high and because she's done, she's got big franchises under her belt. So I see her making, you know, smaller kind of indie stuff. And she's already shown it. She was in, um, sorry to bother you. Um, and then, but she's done the Creed movies, which she's really great in and then she's in the marvel verse uh she's in the thor movies um and i think she's she's intended to have a bigger role in the upcoming uh, thor love and thunder um so uh, but just every time she's on screen i think she's just magnetic uh i think she's super talented and yeah it, it kind of a like upside pick here but i just think she's uh, a delight to watch, really talented, and, and has already shown that she can kind of do it all. She can do the big franchise stuff, play the big, you know, kind of more typical expected roles, but then also has has some indie stuff under her belt too. So I just, I'm super, she's, it's definitely like a, definitely an upside pick. Great, dude. Wow. I'm, I'm going to be paying her a lot more attention. I know we're in Westworld. I think she was in season two. And obviously she's, I know her in the Marvel movies, but like not, not, not much. I was shocked when you said her, because I, I feel like I haven't seen enough of her to ever, she never crossed my she's, mind during this, during this process. She's actually in um, Annihilation, which you mentioned. Um, You're right, she is. And I didn't even notice. <laughs> well, her, her role so, in that though, she's pretty it's a really quiet character and I mm. and well evidently she hasn't made much of an impact on it so apparently apparently it's just me uh, I'm alone in this um, but kind of yeah one of her only flops I had like she did that Men in Black like remake with or like she, reboot attempt with Chris Hemsworth that was tough but you know you gotta try that wasn't her fault yeah that's that, not that her was fault. not her fault that was no, a terrible no. movie from the beginning. Horrible script. So, Horrible. Uh, but, um, uh, but yeah, I did. I did date a girl for well, date her. I went on like three dates with her back That's in dating. Utah, who looked a lot like Tessa Thompson. So, I was thinking yeah. about her for maybe two weeks. Hey, and falling in love with her. Kudos to you. Maybe that's why. Maybe, Maybe that that's experience. Yeah. That's yeah. That's in my opinion a little. <laughs> that's my so Damn. yeah, and I 
And I actually just realized Daniel Kaluuya was four in my list. But yeah, I guess that's just the four spot is just where I put like my, I think Rising they've got stars. tremendous upside. I like what I've seen so far. Kind of like the Rookie of the Year award is the four spot. Yeah. Uh, I like me. that though. We got we got to revisit these in a few years and just see because I'm I'm sure that you're right on with Daniel Kaluuya, and so I'm interested to see her blow up too. Hey, listen, pro- the the prophecies here on aspiring cinephile. This is why you guys come to the pod right here. Uh, you heard it here That's first. Right. Actually, I I know I'm not the first. Actually, I she came to mind because I was when I was researching this too. She was on. So the big picture, which is like my favorite movie podcast, they did their top 35 um, actors, actresses over 35. And she was like in the high 20s, I think, on that. So I know I'm not the only one that's on the Tessa Thompson. Oh, I think. I didn't think she was over 35. Let's see. I'm looking it up. Born in 83. So I guess it was 35 under 35. My B. Still, I mean, that's older than I thought. Yeah. No. No. My mask. No, that's yeah, older. She's older. Older. Yeah. I thought it was 2011 oh. for a second instead of 2021. Whoops. Man, we're old. You lost a decade. <laughs> just <laughs> lost a decade in my mind. Casual decade just lost there. Good night. Wow. All right. There you go. So you're. Your number there three. There we go. We got uh, number three for James Rudd is uh, has some history here. And um, initially, years ago, for a number of years, for some reason, I was just kind of morally opposed to this woman. And <laughs> she was kind of like touted as a really beautiful woman, very talented. And I was just a kid, but for some reason, I thought that she was really not beautiful. Like, I think I actually used the phrase grotesquely unattractive. <laughs> I think oh, it's no. something about her mouth or maybe her nose. I thought it was like, she looked kind of like a dead person. But uh, whatever the heck that was, I uh, got over it when I watched the movie Still Alice. So her name is Julianne Moore. Yeah. And yep. she is quite a talented woman. She's uh, done tons of movies. She's been in the biz for a long time. The Big Lebowski, Magnolia, The Kids Are All Right, Still Alice, Far From Heaven. Uh, I think she was in Kingsman, one of the Kingsman movies. Um, the Hunger Games. Uh, She's had 30 Rock for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, crazy stupid love. What a movie! Oh, she's, so, she's so great in that. What a great film! She's great. Yeah. Oh, rewatchable as hell too. Yeah. Just, yeah. Absolutely. That's a great. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was really it was still Alice that um brought her to me, made me love her because that if you haven't seen it, guys, beautiful film, wonderful score. Still listen to it today sometimes when I'm working, and. She just, uh, I really like her choices, like her, her um, career choices, like what movies she does. I feel like she's pretty much down for anything. And yeah. she'll, like, she has this kind of crazy, over the top character in The Big Lebowski. And then she has this really grounded, uh, tender, strong performance in Still Alice. 
And um, on 30 Rock, she has this outrageous Boston accent. And she just goes hard and, and makes choices and is really, really good. I feel like she's just solid. And I, I always enjoy watching whatever she's in. Yeah, she's definitely one where I've, ne you know, I've never seen a movie and, and walked away being like, oh, well, Julianne Moore was really tough in that. Like, there's a couple movies I've maybe seen that I don't like that she's in, but she's definitely always one's like, oh, but Julianne Moore was great. I mean, she's 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 so good. And yeah, she can just do, she's down for whatever and does whatever. Um, a, a crazy filmography. Like, if you haven't, just check the IMDb on Julianne Moore out there, listener, if you, like, you're like, oh, she hasn't, she has done a ton of stuff. And she's been in, like, really like big like auteur movies too like she was in boogie nights paul thomas anderson i mean she's done like she's worked with really talented directors and like uh she she's really done it all um so yeah underrated yeah. on my list she was on my long list um you know technically like right outside of honorable mention for me um so uh, she was she's great but yeah she's great she actually i remember i really liked her in don john that uh, yeah. Joseph Gordon-Levitt movie. I just remembered she was in that. Like everybody remembers ScarJo in that. Hello, but Julianne Hello. Moore was like a really great, nuanced, kind of grounded role in that. Yeah, she's great. She's great. Yeah. And totally bought that. Like I don't. She's just so great. I totally bought that uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt would fall for her, even though he had like. Even though he's like seeing ScarJo and everybody, you know, we all remember ScarJo because ScarJo. But um, I totally bought like, oh, he would totally like fall for her. Like that makes sense. Which she's magnetic. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. really, really good. Great pick. You're you're crushing it. I'm loving what I'm seeing. That's what I do. All right, hit me uh, with num number three. My number three, someone you may have heard of, uh, Kate Winslet. Hey, I knew she was going to come up on she's mine and yours. She's got it. She's got it. Uh, I mean, obviously, a pairing with a famous pair with my number one favorite actor, Leo, um, you know, did a little movie called Titanic. I don't know if you guys out there have heard of it before. Um, but, yeah, pretty the iconic. For the she, Revolutionary Road. Yes. As well. Depress a little. I mean, you think Titanic is sad? Watch Revolutionary. <laughs> yeah, <Road. it's>, yeah. <laughs> great that's performance. Stuff. You're not gonna be happy though. No, you won't walk. That's not the feel-good movie of the year by by any means. Um, but yeah, she she is obviously uh, so much more than just that. The person from Titanic, like she she is extremely talented. Um, and I think it's cool in her later kind of years in her career here, I think for a while she was just, and she's always cast because she's perfect for them, always cast in like period costume dramas. Like that was her, like, oh, we are doing historical drama from like, you know, turn of the century or earlier, we need Kate Winslet. And she did like, and she's done like Sense and Sensibility, like Austin, stuff like that, that kind of time period. And I think, um, it's been fun to see her do some things like most recently uh, Mayor of Easttown, which is a TV show, not a movie, but she, if you haven't seen Mayor of Easttown, yep. She, she is 
phenomenal. Actually, she just won the Emmy for uh, Best Actress in a min- in a limited series for Mayor of Easttown. So, um, I haven't she, seen that but, yet. It's on my list. Yeah, it's it's phenomenal. I would totally recommend it to to anybody. And it's real. It's I think it's seven episodes, so it's a pretty like you can get through it pretty quick. It's limited series, so you're not like left on like a cliffhanger at the end. It's a contained story. Um, she, and she, she puts on just an acting masterclass. Her accent work is so incredibly impressive. Like, and we touched on this a little bit last time we talked, but like, I think it, this is maybe the most impressive accent work ever. She does like a perfect Philly, but not like, um, when you make fun of a Philly accent, like it's a perfect, uh, like Philly Let's accent. See. And she is obviously super British. So uh it's it was it's really impressive um and she just gets so immersed in her in the roles that she plays i i um and uh obviously my wife is also a massive fan of kate Winslet. she would be number one with a bullet if sarah was to make uh, a similar list it wouldn't even be a question um that's good to know yes big kate winslet fans in our house. All I had to do to sell her on Mayor of Easttown was like, hey, Kate Winslet's going to be in this show on HBO. So I was like, okay, well, we'll watch yeah. it. That was it. Yeah. I didn't have to do anything else. Dude, well, she, I read, I think it was for me at Mayor of Easttown. I really like her because she's so real. She's so realistic. Like, she plays real women. I speak, yes. says the man, but I mean, from what I can tell, she plays real women and like, uh, she pushed back against producers on being retouched on the posters and stuff. She wanted to look like mm-hmm. a real woman. And um, she, yeah, I just think she portrays that really well. Uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind is probably my favorite Kate Winslet performance. I just love that movie so much. But uh, like, even in that, she's a real person, changes her hair and is uh, emotional, but committed to everything you know she yeah she's great dude she has to show up on on these lists because her talent is undeniable and she's done so many so many great things yeah and an underrated performance i thought she was great have you seen steve jobs the one with michael fassbender and kate winslet uh, and it's aaron sorkin I one I saw when i came out yeah yeah right when it came out yeah, I I just recently watched that one like oh about two or three weeks ago, and I thought you know she was absolutely great in that. Um, and then I have to shout out the holiday, fall in love with Jack Black dude, in the holiday. What a great movie, Cameron Diaz, what? Jude Law. It's the four yeah, of them, right? The most unbelievable. Yeah, and the Cameron Diaz one's just the most unbelievable. Like, there's no way Jude Law's falling for. I mean. Sorry to all the Cameron Diaz fans out there. A, she is not going to be on this list. <laughs> and also, <laughs> it's the most unbelievable thing that Jude Law, like the perfect man, would would fall for Cameron Diaz. It's just an absolute mess. And the whole, it's just, but the Kate Winslet, Jack Black storyline, absolutely phenomenal. And it's, I, I, Love it. I think it's, I think it's, yeah, she she's just so charming. Uh, and actually, low-key, a great performance for Jack Black in that movie, too. It is. It really is. I was just thinking the same thing. Yeah, that's a that's an underrated movie too. Yeah, it's really enjoyable. That's a it's a holiday staple uh, in the Watts home. I, I had never seen it, and then I think it was two Christmases ago, 
Sarah finally convinced me to watch it. I'd been I'd been like resistant because I was just like, ah, like I don't need another rom com in my life. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Would definitely recommend. We're you know, it's almost the end of September. We're getting up on holiday season pretty soon. So add it to your it guys' rotation. It's not in there yet. Yeah. It's a good one. All right. Your number two. We're getting up into Dude, rarefied air here. We're getting in there. It's we're here. Okay. And uh, so this one, my number two, I don't have as many credits. You know, most of these, be it the rest of the actresses or top five actors from last time, I can just fire off movies that they're in. This one, not as much. But if it only came down to one movie, he would still make my top five list because of how much I love the movie and how great I think her performance is in it. And it's Tony Collette, and that movie is Hereditary. And Man, the... I, I haven't seen it. Have you seen Hereditary? Haven't seen it. Zach! <laughs> I'm Zach? sorry. I'm sorry. I can't believe oh, it. Man. If any recommendation I've ever given to you, uh, watch this before any of those. If you... It, or don't tell me that you didn't because okay. that movie <laughs> is in my top five favorite movies. I saw it maybe okay. six times in theaters. I think it's incredible. I'm not going to talk about it anymore now because I'll get carried away. But Tony Collette in that movie deserved an Oscar, was snubbed, didn't even get nominated. And I'm, I rioted in the streets. <laughs> uh, she is so... <laughs> Talented people might know her from Knives Out. She plays the. Um, She's like the eccentric, like yogi, like kind of like spoiled. Yeah, she's the in-law, yeah. right? And I she's think her husband. Right. Did, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's her. She's great in that. Um, she's but so you funny. Might, you might know her from Sixth Sense, dude. The Sixth Sense. I remember yeah. seeing that when I was a little kid. And even then I remember thinking like this, I thought it was like a real woman, like the real mom. I, I remember when I was little <laughs> watching her performance and thinking like, damn, that, that is what acting is. Or like that surpassed mm. acting for me in, in that moment, seeing that it's like, that's not just performing a role. That's like a woman actually reacting to these real things when she's trying to take care of her kid and she starts crying and she does this thing with her hands and like her nails and stuff. And she's talking about the, the cupboards being opened and oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. So it only takes those two credits, Hereditary and the Sixth Sense, to put her in my number two slot, which if she knew, she, that would be a real feather in her cap that she made it to my number two slot. <laughs> Absolutely. But I, uh, I think we need to reach out. I'll have my people talk to her people. Maybe we... We get her to to guest on the pod with us. Yeah, yeah. That'd be good. That's uh, banger picks all the way through. I did also not on my long list. Clearly, uh, um, really a mistake on my part. But part of it, obviously, is that I that I haven't seen Hereditary, which I I didn't. I, I didn't, and I I had a moment there where I thought, do I play this off like I've definitely seen this seen this movie uh and i couldn't do it i knew you would know 
So I would. Uh, Thank you for not lying. That would hurt me worse than than even how you hurt me knowing you haven't seen it. I couldn't you do that it, to you. Dude. You got it. It it really is terrific. For those of you watching, it's not for the weak willed. It like it's a horror movie for sure, and it's upsetting to some people, especially one of the scenes, especially a couple of the scenes. But it's really incredible. So well crafted. It's like a family drama that's perfect. And then it descends into this kind of specific sub genre of horror. And the acting is amazing. Cinematography is amazing. Story is amazing. Music is amazing. It's just, it's so good. I, I can't recommend it strong enough. Well, it is almost spooky month, so and I, I it is. that's why I haven't seen this. Is that it's scary? I mean, that's that's why for I October. Seen it. So next month, it's on it the list. Scary. It is very scary, but very wonderful. I will watch it just during the day. I will have all the lights on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Good, do that, do that. Whatever it takes, man. Get it done, and you okay. won't regret it. For you. No, I need to get better with scary, like with horror movies, scary movies, because I know there's really great stuff out there, but I just am so averse to it because I just, I don't, a lot of people like that feeling of being scared, and I just, I, I do not at all. I do not want to be scared. I, I, I hate jump I know, scares. I I, 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 it's it's the just the worst feeling. I'm just like, why would you do this to yourself? But I need to get over it. Um, on my journey to become a true cinephile, I really do need to uh embrace horror movies well and this one honestly i'm not a horror movie guy at all this is the movie that opened me up to the genre of horror because i feel like they're all they're all cheap scares and they the story isn't strong it's just there to scare you and i'm not about that i'm here for the story and hereditary you're there for the story so you're really scared but also like you gotta know what's going on and so that fear Think about it as more like anticipation, you know, exhilaration for the story. Maybe okay. that'll help. Uh, I'll have to, uh, it'll take mental gymnastics, but we'll get there, I'll watch it, and I'm sure that I'll enjoy well, it. Just for her performance, dude. For her performance, really, really, it's worth it. Well, and it, okay. it's necessary. You, you should, uh, you, if you're calling yourself a cinephile, you should watch that. Yeah. Well, I'm, yeah. Aspiring, aspiring cinephile. Not okay. there yet. A I got a long, I got a long way to go. But uh, okay, Tony Collette, great pick. Um, you just keep, you just keep me, keep me on my toes here. Uh, this is great <laughs> stuff. Um, my number two, man. All mine are big. There's no, there's nothing out of left field on my list. But uh, that's okay. My number two, Emily know. Blunt. Ever heard of her? That that is a little. Not a lot of field for me. I didn't expect the you. fantastic. The scene, I mean, just everything. But like the sequence where she's, I mean, in the bathtub, and then ah, I can't even believe it. And then when she steps on that nail, going to, I mean, just all the, and she is just, 
she is incredible in that movie. Just a just a master performance. Um, I haven't seen part two yet. Uh, I didn't catch it in yeah. theaters. Um, so, but I, I don't know if you can get it on like streaming anywhere now. I'm sure you probably can. So I need to watch it. Um, but I haven't seen part two yet. And that also has Killian Murphy in it, who is just an awesome actor and was a real oversight in my in our previous list too. Is he should have been an honorable mention last time we talked. Uh, so bringing him up now. Sorry uh, to. Uh, Sorry, Killian. I know you're listening. I just want to set the record straight uh, that I that I love that man. Um, but um, yeah, Emily Blunt, and she has got so. I mean, obviously, Quiet Place is just like a virtuoso performance to me. I just think it's one of my favorite performances I've seen on screen. Um, I think she's phenomenal in that. But then she has just crazy range, like to go from that to I mean she's she's got the Disney bag with you know and Mary Poppins returns and to have just the huevos to do that role I think yeah. number one is just really impressive because that's such an iconic role and like Julie Andrews ain't no slouch and the fact that she was just like no like I can I'll do that I'll just reprise this like iconic legendary role and did it really well I you know um I I don't love all of that movie, but she is certainly not any of the reason for me not liking any part of that movie. She's phenomenal in it. Um, I haven't seen Jungle Cruise yet, so I don't know. Maybe that would have tainted. I, I don't know. I haven't heard great things about Jungle Cruise, uh, but then I kind of think she's probably great. Um, <laughs> so once that's on the you know once that's on the plus uh, the Disney Plus for free, uh, I'll I'll check her out in that and then. But then also a recent watch for me too, I, you know, Sicario. I think she was just absolutely great in too. I, oh, I loved her performance in that. Um, great movie. Kind of, yeah, and, and it just kind of hits all these different, you know, the all these different genres. She can do it all, and she's not just like one note by any means. She is doing. She's just all over the map with her performances, and I just think she's really talented and. Uh, yeah, if she's she's at that status that we yeah. talked about last time uh, with actors, where it's kind of like if Emily Blunt's in it, I, I'm pretty much just down to see it. Like, it, I don't really need much more to sell me on it than that. Yeah, well, you're you're uh, opening up my mind a little bit too because I love her, but I don't think I realized that she didn't really. I don't think she's been on my honorable mentions. Uh, she is actually. Turns out, I just checked, but. Uh, I think she's beautiful, but she really does pick up like she, her, uh, her range goes all it's wide range, dude. She's in Looper. She did, uh, yeah. um, live, die, repeat another really great rewatchable yeah. movie. Great movie. Um, uh, well, Devil Wears Prada early on. She yes! The, yeah. Oh man, I love her in that movie. That's the one I was trying to say. Yes. She's so good. She's That's great. a great movie, by the way. I mean, what a great film, Devil Wears Prada, and would not be one I would For ever think moment. that I would love. But it's so good. It really, really is, dude. Yeah, it really, really is. Uh, if you like Emily Blunt, you should see Sunshine Cleaning. Have you seen that? I haven't seen that. Yeah, I, I think it's pretty... I think it was an indie movie. Like, I don't know how big their budget was or anything. And I'm not sure actually how great it was. I remember really enjoying it, though. It's like her and Amy Adams run a cleaning service for um, 
like crime scenes. Like they're oh. hired to go and clean up the crime scene. And Alan Arkin is in it too, who I love. Oh, he's great. We all love him. And uh, oh, and Steve's on. I love him too. Yes. And, uh, yeah, it's it's a really. I think it's a it's a pretty good watch. If you like Emily Blunt, definitely. Yeah. yeah, I love Emily Blunt and Amy Adams and Steve Zahn. And Alan, I, I'm sold right there. Done deal. There you go. Um, there you go. Oh, I can't forget Dan list. in real life either, dude. Oh, yeah, Dan in real life. She's, she's great in that, she, too. The range, man. She's great in that. You know, a smaller part. She's a little, I uh, can't remember her name, but great movie. Fun part. She's hot. Yeah. Yeah, we love Emily Blunt, and she's married to Jim from The Office, which is just even more points in in. They're fun for together her. too. I yeah, like I it when they make fun them. of each other. Like the, he makes fun of her for being British. She makes fun of him for being American. It's just it's a, a delight. Time. I just like I picture that they just have a really just great time. Like I just think they're just having a lot of fun, living their life together, and that warms my heart. I'll be honest, it's great. Yeah, happy for them. Yeah, I'm alone. Me too, though. I'm happy for them. Great for them. <laughs> Moving right along to your number one. Dude, okay. My number one. So, uh, easy. Easy. Instantly, I knew. Didn't have to really think about it. I did think about it just to make sure, but there's really no question. For a long time, she's been my number one. Very talented. The ever-talented Natalie Portman. Okay. Yes. Honorable mention for me. Um, she's fantastic, but I just, uh, please, I'll, I'll let you go. But I, she just, I feel like I hadn't seen enough of her like big stuff to, to put her on my list. Like yeah, I haven't seen Black well, Swan. Oh, bro. You gotta be I, watching more of these movies, dude. I don't know what's happening listen, here. I know. I feel like I've seen a lot of movies, but I just, it blows me away that there's just so much I haven't seen. That's there's why this so is fun. so many movies. That's why this is fun. It's like endless. For the rest of my life, I'm going to be watching movies, good movies, mm -hmm. and I'm never going to run out. Yeah. And I love that. And I feel like I've been watching Natalie Portman since I was a kid, you know, with Star Wars. Yes. And uh, when she first entered, entered our hearts. Yes, she did. She crept on in there into maybe not a great movie, but maybe not a great performance even. Some would say, she would say. She says people didn't want to cast her after that because they thought she was a bad actress. But uh, I'll tell you, in The Clone Wars, when she's in that white getup or when she's in that little fire-lit conversation with Anakin. It's getting heated. Odd when he's telling her, When he's telling her he's in agony whenever he's around her. That that old bit mm -hmm. that 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 spoke to young James's heart. <laughs> and, is that uh, what love is? It's just being in agony. That's, and that's pain. why. I, that's why I'm in so much pain always with women because of that. Because of Natalie. Uh, but really, she's just incredible. I think she's so. Uh, so she was in Leon the Professional when she was 12, I think, which is a great loop. Uh, I actually don't know how to pronounce his last name. Bassan, Luke Bassan movie, mm. really great, um, really great movie. Great, one of the great child actor performances because um, she's so young. It was her, I think it was her first, if not her first, it was her breakout film role. So young, so believable, 
um, incredible. You know, she just cries on command so well, and she's kind of a badass little wannabe assassin in that. She's uh, endearing, you know, just this little kid. But uh, she talked about the, the, it's not backlash, but I guess the consequences of that movie. She started, she was so sexualized at such a young age. I mean, she was freaking 12, and she was getting uh, fan mail with people's fantasies about having sex with her and even like raping like crazy shit that should never wild happen and so but because of that she made real uh she made distinct choices on not sexualizing herself so that affected the roles that she took that affected the way that she um portrayed herself in the media and everything emphasizing her intelligence because she's really really smart and Harvard uh, grad right her talent, Harvard grad. If you're the Lonely Island fans out there, will recall her rap with them. Um, <laughs> another worthwhile watch is that music video. <laughs> and uh, she was in one of my favorite movies ever, V for Vendetta. Um, amazing film. One of my amazing films. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. And I, I might have actually watched it with you, Zach, in the Sanctum. Dude, I think we probably did. I think we watched that together. Maybe. What a time. That takes me back. Yeah. It came oh, out like 08. Oh, not like that was right when we had been I watching movies together. Like, it's, yeah, yeah. Like, it's not new. Uh, and then Black Swan, just terrific. I think she won the Oscar for Black Swan. Yeah. And uh, definitely deserved it. Definitely worth a watch, my guy. I. Yes, it is on. And uh, she, it's on the list yeah. of shame. If it's not, it she I was one of those that dude. You gotta, you got. And she, yeah, she just is. If she's in it, I'm gonna watch it. I, I don't need any other reason than her being in it. I, and even if the movie's bad, like I don't care. I'll watch it. Garden State takes a, uh, you know, has. Great reviews and bad reviews. Take it for what it is. I like her in that. And yeah. um, that's a love it or hate it for sure. Like, there's not <laughs> Garden State is a real like. There's no middle ground. You either love or hate Garden State for sure. Yeah. So that's it, dude. That's my top five, and I have no regrets. Nor should you. It's a fantastic list, and I love that. Uh, we're not going to have any crossover. Yeah, that's... Uh, that. I don't know I, if that's surprising, but I like that. I like it. And, um, and I guess we really only had... I think we only had one crossover on the... It was just Jake G, right? I think the rest were unique picks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right, because Leo didn't make, my, didn't make my top five. Yeah. Um, okay. My number one. My favorite actress. You know her, you love her. We all love her. It's Scarlett Johansson. I'm glad. I'm glad. You know, I mean, growing up, there was one distinct reason that we all love Scarlett Johansson. Uh, But as I've matured and uh, grown to appreciate um, uh, more than just the appearance of a person, and look within. She is honestly one of the most talented actresses 
working. She has done like she has such a wide variety of stuff that she's done. I mean, she kind of, she had like the Woody Allen phase. She did like Scoop and Vicky Cristina Barcelona. Dude, so weird. Love those. Um, so she has like you know she was kind of a Woody Allen muse for a little while, and then obviously there's the Marvel era, and she's I mean say what you will about the Marvel movies, she is always good in them, and she made a character that nobody should care about at all, like one of the more popular characters in the Marvel universe. She just got her own standalone film, like super impressive to take a character like that, that was intended to just like show up kind of in other people's movies and be so popular that it's okay. We're going to give you like, you're going to go out with a bang here and, and have your own film really a testament to her. And of course now she is suing Disney and that's a whole other deal that we won't get into on this pod. Uh, yeah. I haven't heard that. Yeah. She's uh, the long story short, as I understand it is, and, and I got to be careful because last time I talked about like news stuff on the pod, I was really wrong, but this, I actually have like <laughs> read the whole article and not just the headlines, but um, basically the idea is um, a big per- uh, her percentage that she was going to get back. Um, was based on box office returns and they released that movie to Disney plus and theaters. It wasn't a theater exclusive release. Mm. And so um, it, it really reduced the amount that she would make off of the movie. So she uh, sued Disney. And so, yeah, it's, and they fired right back after her statement. Anyway, yeah, go and like Google that story. It's it's pretty interesting. And I don't know where it stands today. It's probably been a couple months since I last checked in on it. But um, but yeah, and honestly, like good for her. Like go, you know, Disney could take it's it. Money. They're they're just fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get they the got bag. it. Um. So I mean, obviously, you know, she's done all the Marvel stuff. Um. And then, but she's done like you know, Lost in Translation. She did. Uh, and then more recently with uh, Marriage Story, I mentioned in the last pod that her performance in that is absolutely phenomenal. She holds her own with Adam Driver the whole way through and, and other like just iconic actors. She's just uh, her, her, a couple of her monologues that she gives in that are just like some of the, the best performances I've ever seen on screen. I just think she's yeah. absolutely magnetic. And um, Jojo Rabbit um, is, is another one that I just, and to do Jojo Rabbit and Marriage Story in the same year and get nominated for leading actress and supporting actress in the same year. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know how many people have done that, but super impressive. No, that's quite a feat. And she really, those are a great, those two movies are a great way to see what she can do. Because Marriage Story is so raw and, and real. She just freaking slays it. And uh, yeah, her conversations with, is it her lawyer, her attorney, Laura Dern? Yeah, or, yeah, Laura Dern. So yeah, good. so good. And uh, obviously that scene with Adam Driver, and then Jojo Rabbit. She really won me over in that. Like, it's yeah. I, I don't want to spoil the movie, I guess, but like, it that moment was really devastating for me because of how great, how much she won mm-hmm. me over. Yeah, yeah. She said, uh, "I mean." She was the the emotional like just like emotional toll of that movie was all riding on her character being somebody that yeah you absolutely connected to and loved and was rooting for and she absolutely nailed it, nailed it so yeah when that moment happens um it's 
it's really devastating. Yeah. Something I'm noticing with a lot of our picks, something that seems to be a reason that we put them on our list is their range. That these these yeah. actresses can do so many different things. They can play like Scarlett can play the babe in Don John, and mm-hmm. then she can play the um, the woman facing divorce and everything in Marriage Story, and then she can play freaking. I don't even know what she is, an alien in Under the Skin. And uh, she can play, what's that other movie she was in with Chris Evans? She can play the, kind of a dumb nanny in The Nanny Diaries. I don't know if you ever oh, yeah. saw that. I, I watched that with Callie Clough back in the day. And, uh, oh, she's Good in The Prestige. Pole. Oh, that was another one I was going to bring up. Like, The Prestige, so good. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, she's, uh, like, she's great. Yeah, she's she's de- she's really done it all and worked with so many like great directors and I mean clearly super well respected. Um, you know, and she's worked so much. I mean, obviously Taika Waititi with Jojo Rabbit, and Christopher Nolan, one of my favorite directors, and um, this is making me think too. Our next pod has got to be our favorite directors, which would be really That's hard, fun. but it would be really fun. That'll be a really fun one. Yeah, her my favorite performance of hers actually now that we're think talking about it is one where she's never even on screen in her Spike Jones movie with Joaquin Phoenix. She just she just voices uh, mm. this operating system. And she puts so much damn heart into it. She she just like she does everything in that movie from sad to happy to loving to devastating you know everything and just to to be able to use your voice to do that much right like uh voice acting is a whole other thing that really just astounds me it's such an art form yeah and uh she kills it in that yeah great pick dude of absolutely worthy of a number one slot thank you thank you yeah i think you know and if I, it was definitely, I mean, obviously, Jojo Rabbit, Marriage Story, the ones that center over the top. She would have been in the top five, I think, kind of catalog or, or filmography before that. But those two were just like, just absolutely fantastic, awesome performances that, yeah, totally pushed her over the top to number one for me. So um, that finishes out our formal lists. Um, any honorable mentions that we didn't get to? Dude, oh, I got so many honorable mentions, it's not even... So, I, I won't go through all of them, but I, I do want to mention a couple. <laughs> uh, Michelle Monaghan was... I was waffling a little bit about switching mm-hmm. her out for Kate Blanchett. Oh, yeah. She's on, yeah, she's on my list. She's just in everything and is great. Yeah, I feel like she's just a powerhouse, but it's so funny to me because... She, ha- she can have such gravitas in all of her roles, like as Galadriel in Lord of the Rings and everything. Mm-hmm. And then, and effing slay it in those movies. And then in real life, she's kind of fun. Like, she pranks people and she makes jokes and she tells this funny story about Jack Black on, uh, I think it's on Conan. And uh, yeah, she's, she's really great. And then um, there are two, I really have gotten into TV in the past few years, like some great performances coming out of TV. Um, and Olivia Coleman, she mm-hmm. won the Oscar for the favorite. She's on my honorable mentions list because of that and of her role in 
lock with Tom Hardy, where again, you don't see her, you just hear her voice. And then, but Fleabag is a TV show on Prime. Have you seen Fleabag, Zach? I haven't yet. That's definitely you on the Sarah, list. We go nuts for Fleabag. For real. I think, yeah. I haven't thought of it until right now. I think you guys would love it so much. And she plays this character that you just absolutely despise. And she does it so good. And then three more honorable mentions I have that I don't have to mention. So I want to hear some of yours, though. If we have okay. time, I will mention. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll let you. We'll go lightning round at the end. If, um, but uh, some I had. Uh, Margot Robbie was on there. You talked about. Um, let's see. Oh, Saoirse Ronan. This, she yes. was like, she was right on the, like, it was a real toss-up. Like she was riding the conversation till the end. So, um, but I went with Frances McDormand over her um, at the end Fair. of the day for my five spot, uh, which I feel like is justified. And partially because just Saoirse is so young. Like she just had, I mean, she's done a lot, but I think the best is, you know, hopefully yet to come. But I mean, Lady Bird's great. Um, and Little Women was great. Um, <clears throat> I haven't seen Atonement yet, which I know was kind of, you know, she got nominated uh for an oscar for that um but uh, oh and brooklyn is the other one um so i mean that I just that trifecta one. um yeah. all three of those she's just i, I think she's just uh, a force of nature and i just can't wait to i mean we just i hope we just get more and more and more from her i think she's super talented um i think we love, love watching her. i think she's only going up dude she's going to be around for a while she's terrific yeah um amy adams is oh, another yeah. honorable mention for me. She's, oh yeah. Oh oh yeah. She's fantastic. Um, and I didn't realize like when we we're going through it, like she's been in so many movies. That she she has a prolific filmography. It's really pretty astounding. I, she has she had a run for a while um, in like the you know mid two thousands to like mid tens. Like she just was in everything for a while. Really, um, yeah. she's really great. Um, and she definitely Hustle. has that range too. Yeah, yeah. To be able to do Enchanted and American Hustle, and I mean everything else. I mean, she's. I think she's great. Um, and then Emma Stone is my last honorable mention. Um, yeah, just she's just great. love her. She's great, but she's definitely more of a. We talk about all these people, and you brought up like the range of kind of most of the people on our list. She's definitely one that is definitely a little more of a one note. I think she can do more. Like the favorite was a very surprising one for me. Um, I thought I, like I was very surprised by her performance in that, but everything else yeah. that I love her in and she's great at what she does, but it's kind of the, I mean, I'm watched. I just want her to be Emma Stone. Like what I know, like super bad, easy, a um, yeah. crazy, stupid yeah. love, like all that, just like the quirky girl next door. Like you just love her. Yeah, but um, she just, so good at that like easy a yeah. could be a boring movie if it wasn't for her she is such a spark she's so funny yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah she's really really she's good the best at that. La, la la land she i think she is the best but la la land really um won her over won me won, she won me over in that movie like because she yeah. is just so fun to watch and everything but then she's also got a real talent you know she can she can kind of snap reel you in with yeah. um emotion yeah yeah I, and i forget about the more like 
I, I always, I, I forget about kind of those, those few moments in La La Land. Cause I just think of her as like, you know, kind of at the beginning and her and Ryan Gosling, just like, they're like playful when they first start, like the first half of La La Land is always what I remember. Cause that's my favorite part. Cause it's just like magical and delightful. Yeah. And I kind of forget about the second half. Um, but her, yeah, her performance in that is, is another one that is like, okay, she can do more than just what we think of. Um, but I don't think she's had as many opportunities to, to do that as some of the other people on this list. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see her in a, a different kind of role, maybe like in As Good As It Gets, but a, a, a type of movie like that that's well-written, that's charming, but also has a lot of heart where she's not just a funny person. Uh, yeah. You know, play her own hunt role. That could be kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, I think she has more in the tank, but I just think she's so good at, at what she does. I just, that's the work she gets and good on her. I mean, she's, she's fantastic. All right. Lightning round. What are, give me, give me your next three names that you wanted to mention. Okay. Well this, if you can see, like I've got tons on there, but I'm just going to fire off the top three. Uh, Florence Pugh. Speaking of ScarJo and the new Black Widow, she's on there. She's in Midsommar. Um, She's in fighting with my family and other things. I just think she's great. I think she's so cute and so talented. And yeah, I just love her acting her little booty off. Uh, Michelle Williams, woman mm-hmm. can act. And uh, Edie Falco, who most people probably won't know, but TV, um, she plays Carmela Soprano on a little show called The Sopranos. And Ever she, heard plays, of it? she plays Nurse Jackie in Nurse Jackie. Mm. And that is what did it for me. She, if you guys are looking for a good TV show that not a lot of people know that you can kind of get lost in for a little while, that's not going to kill you or anything, Nurse Jackie is one of those. Like if you like hospital shows. And uh, yeah, she just is so, I, that's the role she was born to play if you're asking this guy. Love her. Love it. Love it. Love the, love the picks. Uh, that's going to wrap us up for this episode. Thank you, James, so much for coming on. Appreciate it always. This uh, will certainly not be the last. And next time, I guess I'll need a hereditary and burn after reading now by the next time uh, yeah. we record. Yeah. So, And I think uh, we'll do um, best directors soon. I, I have a little life event coming up soon um, that may delay us for a little while, um, i.e. the, the, the impending birth of my son. Uh, which um, I think we are now nine, nine days away from the due date. So it could be anytime. Anyway. So uh, uh, super excited for that. But, um, and so just as a, as a note uh, for housekeeping, um, if pods become less frequent, uh, it's because apparently preparing for, and then also um, having a newborn uh, takes up a lot of your time, which I'm learning. So, uh, and don't even really know yet, but once he's here, um, yeah, it won't be a lot of time for. Uh, I think there may be, I'll be up a lot, so I may be able to watch some movies, but I think recording pods about them may not, uh, may not happen. Um, <clears throat> but uh, just a reminder, uh, get on Letterboxd if you're not yet. You can find me there, uh, and you can find me Instagram, Twitter, all those places. Um, go ahead and uh, subscribe to the pod if you're not, uh, so that you get the little notification when it drops and you can listen to it right away. 
Thanks, James. Love you, man. Thanks for coming on. Always a pleasure. My distinct pleasure, brother. I could talk about movies with you all day. Same here. Absolutely. And uh, you guys go out there and watch some movies. Thanks.